And it's the right decision. I repeat. A lot of you have been saying to me, oh, I miss the EPL. <laughs> I think a lot of you have been saying they miss football generally. Regardless, EPL, Bundesliga, PSL, you name it. People have been missing it. And we do. That's the bottom line. That is the human nature of sports lovers. That's the human nature of football lovers. Now, if you're a huge Arsenal fan, you'll also be very pleased to know that uh, there's some very good news that's uh, coming out of the Gunners uh, of London camp. Now, Arsenal players, yeah, I believe they are back at the London Colony training ground under unfamiliar terms, though, however, with the players training individually. As the club continues to observe social distancing protocols hey, amid the COVID-19 pandemic. And we saw earlier on today, in fact, yeah, today, I was watching what was happening at Arsenal today. Um, there was Lacazette. Lacazette was there. The Brazilian defender, David Luiz, was there. Uh, the Swiss defender, uh, Granit Xhaka, was there, arriving at the facility. I mean, it's, it's situated like, what, 20 miles north of London? The players train separately while keeping their distance from each other on the pitch. Yeah. And as you soccer <laughs> lovers in England have been suspended indefinitely, uh, there, there are no clubs that have been training since Arsenal's Spanish manager, Mikel Loteta, uh, was diagnosed with the novel coronavirus. That was back in March the 12th. So if you remember from a sporting perspective, he was one of the first. And I think that really put paid uh, to the EPL after that. Uh, let's head over to the UK and have a quick chat there to Robbie Lyle uh, on everything that is happening at Arsenal. Uh, he is the Arsenal Fan TV creator. We've spoken to him before. Robbie, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. No, it's good to be here. How are you? I'm very good, Robbie, man. Uh, What's the feeling like? Like I'm saying, I've been tracking down what's going on. I mean, quite fascinating, uh, to say the least. What, what would your interpretation be of the events that, that are going on at the moment at the training ground? Well, I've, I think, um, you know, it's sort of the first step towards um, getting back to football. Um, it's a very small step um, because, as you said, you know, the, the players have been told that they can train. They have to train on their own. They have to come into training on their own um, and leave on their own. Um, they, uh, you know, the, the London Coney training ground where Arsenal train, I've, I've been there a few times. It's huge. It's a huge training facility. There's loads of pitches. There's uh, an indoor pitch as well. There's um, big gyms and that. So there's a lot of space for players to come in and train. And I think the way they're doing it is like five players at a time come in they can train separately, not together, um, do their training, and then leave on their own. So there's still, you know, social distancing, and they're still taking it very, very seriously. But I think it's a first step towards coming back, but we're still a very long way away. I love what you're saying in that latter part of your sentence, a very, very long way away. I mean, if leagues, Robbie, and I'll ask you for an independent opinion, Leagues that wanted yes. to start as early as the 9th of May. How possible is something like that? Given the fact that even at training, <laughs> remember, Robbie, mm. between you and I, football is a contact sport. So even at training, you are observing those social distancing measures, which everybody in the world has to do. 
how, how possible would it be? May the 9th is what? Literally next week? No chance. <laughs> no chance of it, uh, football starting like at May the 9th. I think the Bundesliga have said that they might start training um, on May the 9th. And then Germany's not been... It's been hit hard, but not as hard as the UK. UK is one of the worst places in Europe for yeah. this virus. You know what I mean? We've been hit really, really hard. And we're, we're not out of we're, we're nowhere near out of it yet. We're still, you know, trying to flatten the curve of cases that we're getting on a day-to-day basis. So we're still a way off. I mean, there is a, there is a strong will over here um, with the Premier League and from what I understand with the government to get the Premier League season completed but it will be completed behind closed doors. There's not going to be any fans there. I don't think you'll see any games played when they, when they do resume with fans there. They'll be played behind closed doors to finish the season. And then I think then, you know, hopefully things will start easing down and they can start making decisions on how they let fans come back in to watch games. But at the moment, we're still a far way off having like a, a normal game with fans, 60,000 fans at Arsenal, you know, that, that's a long way off at the moment. You know, it's very, I mean, I'm not sure how bad it is in South Africa, but I think the UK is one of the worst places in the world for this right now. It's really bad. I mean, the fact that you even had to have your, your own prime minister uh, go into ICU uh, kind of spelled out <laughs> yes. ex- exactly that. I mean, I'm glad that he's exactly. back at work officially today, but if it he's, hits he's the number one man, today, yeah. yeah. Well, exactly, and he and he said that he he came out and said it was fifty fifty that he made it. You know what I mean? So that shows you how serious it was. And like you pointed out, one of the, the, the what woke football up to this was Mikel Arteta, our manager, was like one of the first people to be struck down by this. They were, I remember that weekend um, because the game was cancelled at Man City. We were supposed to play on the Wednesday night, and then we games were all set to play at the weekend and I remember thinking to myself I don't know if this is the right decision because you know the games been cancelled on the Wednesday what, how are they going to be going ahead at the weekend and then it came out on the Thursday that Mikel Arteta had caught the coronavirus and then they just immediately shut down all the games you know so it was that was the trigger that you know closed down all the games in the Premier League and then all the other divisions so mm-hmm. um, and we've not had a, a ball kick since so Everybody's desperate for football to return over here in the UK, but um, until we get, start to get close to that stage where you know, we, you know, we've got proper testing over here and cases start to sort of ease down, I can't see any games being played. So that May the ninth, no, not in the, not over here in the Premier League, absolutely no chance. Oh. I mean, Robbie, the, the, the one thing that I need to expose you about to the people that might not be exposed to who Robbie Lyle is, is that you've, you've got a massive following, Robbie, and I think the, the fantastic work that you've done on social media, and especially on YouTube, I mean, the last time I checked, you had like over 800 million views on YouTube, and that is what you drive. That is, I mean, whether you're fighting the, the racism issues, etc., you were there at, at the cold face of what support yeah. is all about give me give me a response though of what a lot of your followers a lot of the reaction that's been going on is like to what is what are we currently chatting about the possible return to uh, the you know the social distancing training that was happening today at the training ground how, how are people reacting to this 
I think calm people are reacting to it in a positive way because I think what Arsenal have done, they've done it in a sensible way. I, they, they haven't just said, right, all players come back in, train together. I think they've done it in a sensible way because over here it's still a very um, sensitive issue. You know what I mean? There's been football players, and Arsenal players included, who recently have got into problems because they've not stuck to social distancing rules. So, I mean, a couple of Arsenal players last week, Nicolas Pepe, Lacazette, um, David Luiz, Xhaka, they all got caught out by being photographed either out together or out playing football and things like that, and it looked really bad. So the steps that Arsenal are taking are very, are very, very sensible um, steps that they're doing at the moment. But over here um, in the UK, the country's still in lockdown, and I mean, and it has been now for the past month. And we're being told that, you know, it's not easing up anytime soon. So I think whilst everybody and all Arsenal fans are sort of see it as a nice sign that, you know, it's, you know, that Arsenal are going back to training, we're also as fans looking on it and saying, listen, this, what's going on right now is a lot bigger than football. So, you know, let's try and deal with the crisis and save people's lives first before we even think about um, football. But it is a, it is an encouraging step to see that, you know, we are starting. That's a, like a first, what I call baby step towards returning back to football, and that that can only be a good thing. What, what is your personal view? I mean, I, I've shared mine with all the listeners that listen across South Africa on both radio stations, Metro and Radio Two Thousand, and across the world. I've shared the view that, as much as I understand the logic behind playing games behind closed doors. There's also no logic in trying to say to a game that is a contact sport that you are going to be potentially saving lives as opposed to risking lives. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, until I, I personally think until they can be, you have a test and every, I mean, they've got tests over here, but at the moment, the tests are only for the NHS staff and the people that are working in caring people, caring for people mm. and that, that. That test is for them only at the moment. They're going to be trying to roll it out to more and more people. But until you can test everybody, so, you know, you test every footballer and you test everybody who's going to be there and you know that nobody's got it, then I suppose you can play a game. But at the moment, if you can't do that, it's still risky because even these footballers, like you said, it's a contact sport. Then when they finish, they've still got to go back home to their families. Now, yeah. You know, a footballer's not, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of theories where people have said, well, why don't we get all the footballers, test them all, put them in a, almost like an Olympic village type thing, keep them there and play the games. Well, you know, if I was a footballer, I wouldn't want to do that. You still got to be able to go back to your family and you don't want to bring the corona, coronavirus back to your family. You know, as you said, even Boris Johnson got it and he said yeah. it was 50-50. So, it's a big risk. So, you know, and so until, I think until we've got a real decrease in cases over here in the UK and we've got testing on a, on a big basis and we're, we're able to start seeing this thing going down and then people's confidence starts to return, I, I think it's going to be very difficult. But it will, I, I do know that there is a big will to complete the league behind closed doors. They're not going to risk bringing fans in. Um, that's another matter behind closed doors. We all know, I don't know if you've ever seen some of those games behind closed doors. They are not the same. You know, no. I mean, no, I mean it not. would have been the North London, it would have been the North London Derby at the weekend, um, which is like, you know, a ferocious game. 
I can't imagine that being played with no fans. It's, 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 it'd be strange. That's crazy. Very strange. But, but I, I think even the likes happen. of uh, Jurgen Klopp and a couple of other managers, sorry, Robbie, have, have, have made the impressions quite clear about that because football is always likened it to the arena where you go to, uh, I don't know, whether it's a... Uh, whether it's a movie house, whether you're going to watch a play, it, it's 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 this audience that is there watching everything happen, and obviously that's transferred to millions of people around the world. Yeah. But the actual event itself has to be an event. Yeah, uh, the fans make football, and I mean, I remember um, just before the whole coronavirus thing. I remember I went to Greece when we played Arsenal played Olympiakos. And that is like one of the most hostile grounds you're going to go to. Their fans are unbelievable. And then I obviously they knocked us out. And I, I saw I saw the game when Wolves then played Olympiacos in an empty stadium because the coronavirus thing had just just hit. And it was like it was not the. I mean, Wolves won pretty easily, and it was not the same game because it was without their fans they lose about 30-40% because it is the fans that kind of drive them on. So, but this is how it's going to be completed. I know that. They're not going to risk fans. And I think with the Premier League right now, they just want to get their season finished. They've got TV obligations. You know, um, there's a lot of money that will be lost if the season's not completed, you know, because a lot of these TV companies in the UK, around the world... I presume they'll want their money back. You know I mean, if the season's not um, completed. So there's a real will to complete the season and it will be with no fans. Um, and then hopefully getting into next season now, maybe things start to improve and we can look at maybe fans coming in on a limited basis or with masks or, you know, who knows? You know what? You just don't know. You're at the moment. You know, what about I, I shaking hands before a game? I mean, everybody is so nice, uh, Robbie, before a game. You've got the little kids that are there, uh, whether it's underprivileged kids, whether it's uh, kids that have some form of deformity, etc. You know how the drill works. Yeah. You, you go out there, then there's a shaking of hands between the officials, uh, and then it's player to player, etc. I mean, all of those yeah. things Forget have to come that. into consideration. Forget all of that. There'll be no shaking of hands or anything like that. I mean, there was even advising even before they stop the season to that people shouldn't be shaking hands anyway. Yeah. Um, so all of that will be gone. And it's just a strange time. I mean, uh, I keep, <laughs> you know, you, you go out onto the street and it's empty. There's nobody around. It's like, it's crazy at the moment over here in the UK. So we just have to, we just have to get through this period. And I'm confident that we will. But at the moment, you know, the, the likelihood of an, I mean, the May the ninth deadline that you said, there is absolutely no chance of that right now, unless somebody came out with a vaccine tomorrow, and then even then, you're still going to have to roll it out to everybody. So there's, I just see there's no chance of that happening. Yeah, well, just avoid listening to Donald Trump talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what he talks well, about, that gentleman. Yeah. The, 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 the bleach and disinfectant. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've got I mean, your your two litre domestos there, hey, Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, no, lunacy. Totally I mean, in 2020, lunacy. And you call it a president, a whole White House. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. But hey, we're talking about Project that's Restart. A, we're talking a, about... <laughs>
<laughs> no, absolute crazy, crazy. And just finally, though, I mean, any, any, any hope of, I mean, positivity. I mean, everybody's dying about this football, though, Robbie. I mean, your fans again are probably knocking at your door, like Robbie. Please give us some good news. Give us some good news. But they can't be good news. I repeat. Even if it's about mm. money, even if it's about TV rights, even if it's about all of those things, I spoke to I spoke to John Barnes about a week ago, and he said mm. people need to be very patient. They need to ride this. Why rush to finish a season when you're almost finished with the season? Okay, so mm. you lock that in your mind. So why not? Even if you start the season. In December, even if it's January, but you are finishing the yeah. season as opposed to rushing it, rushing to give a trophy or rushing not to give a trophy. I know that Eredivisie had to come up with a decision on Friday, and they did. Mm. So I don't know what your um, take I, is. I, I I agree, with John Barnes. I mean, the, I don't know what the rush the, the the rush is. You know, I do think they should complete the season, um, but if it takes a little bit longer than you know. We have to wait. We have to be patient because we don't want to, um, you know, for the sake of it, go and have a game and then there's more cases. So, and people just have to accept that these are exceptional circumstances. It'd be a bit like when there's a war on. You know, leagues have been cancelled before because of uh, there's been war on and things like that. So this is this is like a silent war. You know, this is a or shall say invisible war. Mm. You know, where you know, basically. If you are not careful, you can be wiped out. So you have to stick to um, all the rules, and this is the way in which we're gonna we're gonna defeat it. And if the season has to wait, it has to wait because people's lives are way more important. You know, if you put a football game on, for instance, you need medical people there because you know you've got people on the pitch playing and stuff like that. And you need an ambulance there or um, nearby in case a player breaks his leg or something. You need um, a player to heart attack or anything can happen. It's happened many times before in the past. But can you, at the moment, pull those uh, ambulance staff and medical staff away from hospitals where they are much more needed right now to deal with this, the, the amount of cases that we have over here in the UK? You can't. So mm. let's... Do that first. Let's get on top of that. Let's, you know, defeat the coronavirus. Then we can start playing football again. And then, you know, people are not going to return to football until they're confident that when they go out, they feel safe. So rushing it is not the answer. I mean, I know, honestly, I mean, being stuck at home for the past four weeks has been tough, you know. But I understand the reasons behind it, and I think the majority of people in this country um, understand the reasons behind it, and we will get through it. There'll be, you know, there'll be another season, you know? So I I, I agree with John Barnes on that. We we have to be patient with this because that's the only way to defeat it, patience. Robbie, we're going to be touching base with you pretty soon, my friend. I, I always love our interaction, and I hope that a lot of the football fans... Have a little bit of hope. I know that it's been called, according to the Premier League, Project Restart. It was started today. It was yourselves as Arsenal. Uh, It was Brighton. It was Mm. West Ham uh, who opened their training grounds uh, for players to do the individual work. And I I hope it does continue. But let's see how far it goes. But let's not risk lives. That's my final take on this. 
Yeah, 100%. And uh, all you guys over there in South Africa, stay safe. I've got to make a trip. I've got to make a trip. Once this coronavirus is uh, over, it's got to be one of my destinations to hit in South Africa, definitely. Because we get a lot of people um, from South Africa showing us a lot of love. So um, definitely got to be a destination for us. You have got a one-way ticket, my friend. You let me know when you're ready to come down. We will bring you down. You'll come down. You'll enjoy. You'll actually be fascinated by how many Arsenal fans are here. You'll be fascinated by how much those Arsenal fans know about every single game, every stat, every detail. You know what? No, I've, the guys, I've met oh, so crazy. many of them. I've met so many of them. I've met so many of them at the games um, that have come from South Africa. I've ordered every, literally every game. And um, and I speak to a lot of them online, and I know they're so passionate, and their knowledge yeah. is brilliant, you know. So, um, and I'd love, love to, I'd love to come to the, I'd love to come to the derby over there with the Kaiser Chiefs, um, the and Kaiser. Uh, yeah, oh, I'd love to go to that. I've seen that before on online, and that looks like a, a game, a derby <laughs> worth going to, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you, you know what? It, you know what it did that derby. It confused Dwight York. Dwight York was was here for the derby. The I think the last time out, and he couldn't believe the fact that rival fans were actually interacting in the same grandstand. Because he's used to like if if I don't know if Man United yeah, are playing um, a, a city and it's a it's a city derby, and the one set of fans are sitting across there, and there's a little fifteen thousand little puddle of fans on the other side. He could not believe. That was the first thing that yeah, really well, 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 confused them. I think I'll find that hard to believe as well because the, <laughs> the North London derby, <laughs> Arsenal versus Tottenham, you certainly can't mingle with it. <laughs> we will that, have that you down for that. the first derby. Trust me, Robbie, you're going to be here Definitely, for that first derby. That. Thank you so Thank much, you my friend. Much. I really appreciate it. Huh? All the best. No worries. Thank you. All right. Keep safe, man. Robbie Lyle. Follow him on social media. Unbelievable. I mean, this guys, they have over 800 million on YouTube. People that give comment, people that follow. Unbelievable work that he does. He was DJing, eh? Raga stuff. Now he's heavily into football. And that's why I am so excited. Because